You're listening to Thinker's What Works Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd, with my co-host, Alex Gary, and today, Dan Jarrett with West Rock. It is a cable park in Rockford, Illinois, and and I just learned that a cable park uh, is, a, is a term. I thought it was a, a wake park, but it's a, a cable park is also a term for a like water skiing without a boat. Is that, is that what the deal is? Exactly. So wake park, cable park are interchangeable terms. The, uh, the technology was developed in the 50s in Germany. So there's Germany. nearly 80 of these parks in Germany, 60 in France, wow. uh, Bali, Thailand. They're all over the world. Why Germany? A guy named Bruno Rickson designed one. He, um, he kept looking at the snow ski environment. So obviously all over, all over Europe with these great resorts and places to ski, he said, why do we not see this with water skiing? And he set out to develop the technology, and here we are. So it went from Germany in, in when was that? Late 50s, the I late think. Late 50s, mm-hmm. and then to France. I don't know. The, yeah, Somewhere ish. around there. Yeah. yeah. So how many how many of these uh, wake parks or cable parks exist in the U.S. today? Around 35. That's not many. Yeah. So Texas leads the nation, I think. And then, um, yeah, they're kind of scattered throughout the country. And, you know, permitting, like California has tried to do a few in SoCal. I think there's two in Sacramento. Um, but, yeah, they're all over now. Of course, Florida, Orlando, and right, all the sunny places yeah. where you can ski all the time. Yes, and so it's 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 water skiing and it's wakeboarding. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, if if you can control it, you can ride it, and I think that's a message we want to get across: is that <laughs> like you can't tube, but and because you can't control the tube. Correct. Okay, so you're just <laughs> being drug along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be good because we do have. You know, they, they basically resembles a floating snowboard park. And so there are ramps and definitely don't want to be sending people <laughs> off tubes. Um, but no, we, we definitely want to get more and more water skiers involved because it's, you can literally treat it like this, you know, your local ski resort or golf course, you know, yeah. keep your board in the back of the car and come, you know, ride. How, how, how long does a ride last? Uh, with our new full cable that we installed technically infinitely, like you, once you get on, the, once you leave the dock. It's a 1900 foot circle and you literally can ride continuously around the lake. It just keeps going in a circle. Because when, yeah. you, when you started, it was out and back, right? Correct. Yeah. Those are called system 2.0s. They were mm-hmm. developed in the mid nineties mm-hmm. and they are modular, technically portable. I mean, I've seen them like the Toronto boat show puts them up in their ice rink. They flood the ice rink and they, they do a demo during their boat show in the middle of winter. So with, with those, they're remote driven and you, they're the best training tool. So like, if I want to save you, if you've got a boat, come to West Rock, we'll save you a ton of gas teaching yeah. you how to teaching your kids how to ski and then go behind your boat. That's fantastic. And so now, now you've got the, it's not the system 2.0 cause that was out and back, but now you've got this infinite version. Yeah. It's just, so don't, do you have both or, or we do, you, we kept okay. both system okay. twos. So you got one going out and back and then people going around in circles and yeah. nobody crashes into each other. No, it's not like That'd be the new version on tubes. Yes. We're going to add paintballing too from the shoreline. So, so when you guys come visit, we'll just, we'll, yeah, we'll pick you off as you're riding around. I love it. Well, let's take a step back. What was the, what was the, um, why did you do this? I mean, this wasn't your career, right? No. What, what brought the thoughts that I want to do this and I want to do this in Rockford? So I, uh, majored in biology, minored in chemistry, was heading into medicine and fell into the fashion industry. And so summer before my senior year, I ended up booking a modeling job and it was pretty clear that I should try it out. Like the job was big enough to was like, okay, I should do this. Signed with an agent in Chicago, ended up in New York, lived, ended up living in New York for like 11 years. 
Um, in that world, you know, modeling and acting, you're only as good as your last paycheck. Um, I had never lost my love for water skiing. So I grew up on the boat. I started skiing at five, slaloming at seven, I think barefooting that long after that. But I had a dad who, who um, he wasn't a country club doctor. Like he, we were, before they had any money, we were going to go rent a hole in the wall cabin in Indiana or Wisconsin. And that's what our vacations were. So I kind of, ne- I never lost sight of it. And ba- and being a college basketball player, I, I always, that was always my outlet. So I was kind of before the AAU days. So during the summer I was, I was taking some time off. I was probably doing camps and stuff, but ultimately just, you know, watching, watching where that sport was going and cable kind of kept popping up more and more in the U S and I was like, you know, I think this would be incredible. Take a historically cost prohibitive sport. Here I am this, this kid who had access to it, but how many more people would water ski if they, you know, could simply just go to the park and try it. For sure, because the the in the biggest the, kind of the biggest barrier is that you got to find a buddy with a boat. Totally, because who has a boat that's you know ready to water ski against? That's yeah. interesting. So when 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 did West Rock open? Uh, two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. Okay. And yeah. as at the time of this recording, we're in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. How is the how has the growth been going? It's been uh, steady. I mean, we we started with um, thankfully had a you know, pretty small investment team SBA through. Alpine Bank, and you know we joked that you know we were we were keeping them happy, you know, yeah. like and it, and just the slow growth and with where we're located, with um, the, the you know it's we are kind of blazing a trail. Mm-hmm. You know, there aren't a ton of parks in the U.S., and so to to get to this point and know that it was in order to truly grow the business and possibly expand other markets, um, even keep up with regional competition. Um, the suburbs have a park now, um, who I'll leave nameless. Uh, just kidding. Uh, the quarry at Crystal Lake, it's a beautiful facility. And then you've got Action Wake Park in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, so we just, we kind of needed, needed to meet the market demand. We had a really like strict business model with reservations only. And people love reservations and the fact that they know the kind of the quality they're getting with each operator that was driving and coaching them. The problem is, is, you know, you can only make so many dollars in a day and it's right. just, and people, when they want to do something, you you want to just show up and do it. Yeah. So the new full cable allows us to do that. So, so people now just show up and then you'll, right. you might get on the cable within how long do you think? Um, if it's a weekend, you know, you're going to have a busier, busier line. Um, we, we had a month of operation last fall and it was neat to kind of get a, get our feet wet, wet with the new mm-hmm. setup. If you're a never, ever true newbie, you're still yeah. going to have to book a reservation because we want to make sure that you literally get up and ride the first time and, and fall in love. So Newbies, newbies will do, we'll put you through, we've got a kind of a training program Cool. to teach you properly. I'm a big, big proponent of fundamentals, whether it was basketball or wakeboarding, whatever, like learn the right way. Cause you'll enjoy it that much more. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the challenges because you talk about the quarry and Crystal Lake yep. being a beautiful facility. Uh, you have it at a place called Levings Lake in Rockford, which is a beautiful park. Yeah. Um, it's just a great place to go through and it's got a lot of little amenities, but it's, it's in a remote part on the Southwest side of town. And if people are listening to this and they're not from Rockford, uh, the West side of town has been historically the poorer side of town. So there are people who will not go to the West side. It doesn't matter if you tell them this is, this is safe, whatever. It doesn't matter. Some well, people the Southwest just is go. kind of this weird mix of, yeah. of poor and country. Yeah. So how have, has that been an issue and how are you handling that? It, it has been an issue to be frank. I mean, we, some of the things we've heard, um, from, from people it's, uh, it's been the longer we've been open, it's been more unsettling because really? I think there is a, 
there is a such a big group of people in Rockford that are tired of hearing the ne- negativity and mm-hmm. you know having lived in Queens, New York for nearly 11 years to come back and have a different lens to to look at, you know at Rockford my hometown um but at the end of the day like we're a regional draw we literally built a world class facility on the southwest side of town so it's it you know to answer the question it's it's ultimately there's a lot of layers to this project and they keep kind of adding which I love and so there is without question a social political element to it you know, Rockford is divided by the river, you know, the east and west sides, and we're on the southwest side of town. The beauty is we're right off of a bypass. So you've got, and we do, we see customers from Minneapolis, uh, Madison, Milwaukee, Chicago, people coming to spend time on the southwest side of Rockford. Yeah. And they wouldn't know the difference. They're not from this area, nope. so they have no none of that judgment. And it's, it, it's awesome to hear they're, they're, they, they see this, it, it is arguably the prettiest park in Rockford. True. It's just genuinely multicultural, mm-hmm. which I love it. Like I've, I spend morning after morning seeing the, you know, these two, two ladies that have walked that park for years, you know, it just, it feels like New York. Um, and I love the char- the charm, the his- the history. And, you know, as the years go by, we learn more and more about it and it's, it's really pretty neat. So you have, you have a, um, a reservation system, correct? Yeah. So do you capture the data on where people are from? Um, I, it's our waiver system that actually I'm trying to tweak some of that stuff. This is a, a tangent, but like, I love modern POSs and mm-hmm. all these different apps. The problem is they don't communicate. There are little the layers of them. I am trying to dial that in. To answer your question, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would be I would be curious if if this is when you say it's a regional draw, if yeah. like your mix is almost as much out of Rockford than it is in Rockford. We could help you map that out. You give <laughs> yeah. give us a call. We'll have it mapped out in about an hour and a half. So that's awesome. That's uh, I'm not kidding. So uh, that's that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, so you're a regional draw because in this, for those, again, who, who, are, who are listening to this from a distance, the Rockford area doesn't have many places to water ski. You've got right. the Rock River. Uh, you could go out of the Rockford area. But most of the parks here, except for West Rock and where you're at, um, and Levens Lake, there's, there's most of the parks here, there's no, there's no swimming, there's no water right. skiing, there's no nothing. The largest, probably the largest lake here has a, has a limit on it for the size of the, uh, the motor you can run. So, yep. so you, you, you strategically chose this lake and this town. Is it because you just like the Rockford area or why? What's, what was the reasoning? We always knew we were coming back to be close to family. And I, I called the cable manufacturer called Sessitech and I said, what does it look like for a, you know, an average Joe who doesn't have, you know, really, really deep pockets? What does it look like for, for me to get this, you know, get a cable going? Yeah. And they started walking through the process, but I, um, not long before that phone call, I was sitting on the dock with a, one of my brother's friends. I was like, you know, I think I've got a lake for you. And we went through this whole process and, and sure enough, the deal just wasn't going to work. And, um, I had a friend say, have you called the park district? And I did, and I was in the I was in a meeting, not long after that, and I had a couple people in an independent discussion say, "Have you thought of Levings?" Mm-hmm. I drove out there in February of gosh, what was that year? I think it was 2013, um, and the turnaround was quick. So I shifted from this ideal location that it was like perfect, and the company just they wanted to charge us a ton to use it. Yeah, and and so I had this meeting after driving by Levings Lake with two feet of snow on the ground. I was like. It's perfect, like unbelievably perfect. Limestone buildings, the the charm, 
um, the fact that we didn't have to build a building, parking lots. I mean, you, so on one hand, there, it's, it was opportunistic because you save a lot with infrastructure. Right. If, it's, if it's an underutilized lake, because some of these cable parks, like the one in Michigan, they, they dug a lake from scratch. Wow. So imagine how many beers and tickets <laughs> you need to sell to, to pay that back. Yeah. So there, there was that layer to it, but um, we could not have a more supportive partner than the park district. They are, when we tell our story in our industry, people are blown away by how progressive they are. And I anyway, think if you if you remove the park district and their impact on Rockford, it, there would be a gaping hole. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I mean, I want to avoid some cheesy language about it, but serendipitous and, and just perfect the way it kind of all lined up. Yeah. When you went to the bank, you talked about you had the loan from the Al, from Alpine and got an SBA loan. Was it a hard sell? I mean, it, because banks sometimes, if they don't know the industry, they can be a little hard to work with. I don't think it, I don't think it hurt that we that I was already kind of lining up some of the financing, but it, they were they really got it, and it, I think it just depends on who you talk to in Rockford. People are just they're on they're ready to keep moving forward, and I was I was blown away by how. How yeah they were like let's make this happen. There's, yeah, there's a lot of momentum. I think yeah. I think you're right in in the Rockford area. There are a lot of people who don't know that you exist. Mm-hmm. So what do what do you what do you see as the opportunities in the Rockford area, and what do you see as the challenges to for awareness? So that's absolutely a part of our mission. To obviously we need the Rockford market to to support us and get it. Um, I think that the challenges is getting area high schools involved and, and the fact that we can now have water ski teams, I mean, wakeboarding teams and, and go from there. It's just, it's a matter of, I knew I needed to develop the region that knew it because it's, it's one of the fastest growing water sports, cable wakeboarding, this specific form, not boat cable is up for the 2020 Olympics. It didn't get the bid, but it was on the short list. So it's one of those things where you know, to build this in a major market, you're going to spend so much more than doing it in Rockford. Whereas we've got Madison Hour North, Milwaukee, Chicago. I mean, our location is so awesome. It's perfect. It's so perfect. So I, I kind of have thought, all right, with with the way it's all set up, I'm going to continue working on working on organic marketing. And, and regardless of what you do, I mean, if I get one person out there and they tell their friends and that's how we've seen it, it's been so organic and it, it, it is frustrating still to hear people say, what? I had no idea you were there. <laughs> and then you get the ugly stuff like, why'd you choose that lake? Right. And they don't have a clue what they're talking about. And of course I get more of a chip on my shoulder. The more I know the people that have made Levings, what they have, like, I mean, I could list off after we brought the out of the park district. They're so good about rallying each community in their specific areas as they develop new projects. So the first thing that Jay Sandine, his his plan was, he's like, I'm going to get all the core stakeholders of Levings to make sure they sign off on this, you know, because people have fished that lake for years, not heavily, but you definitely, any day you go out there, there's people on the, on the periphery fishing it and it's stocked every year from the DNR. And, um, you know, people were worried, you know, what do you, what's going to happen with the lake? And so Vanita Hervey, Dorothy Red, uh, Rudy Valdez from Swift, um, and then the, the legend of Levings, which is um, Albert Jordan. I mean, he's literally the godfather. He started live at Levings, and the impact that he's had on that that park is just it's tremendous. So they went to the stakeholders. The so they talked to people in the area about what they what you and and they were planning to collaborate on. 
And what kind of buy-in did they get? Unanimous. They're on really? like in a, on a sunny day trying to have this this yeah. random group huddle huddle around and <laughs> have the same discussion. What is a cable park? What are you talking about? <laughs> right. And we're trying to show them this video on, a, on an iPad under a tree, and 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 I was blown away by the support. And and if you ran into any of them and bring it up, it's like it's so awesome. Like Albert said to my wife and I one day, he came up to a part. Like we're sitting at a, I think it was operating. And he came up. He's like, I'm so glad I lived to see this. Like yeah. it's, it was so incredible and um because that the mission is just continue to develop and as we we and you're right, firing off onto another topic but um watershed development lovings is part of a river system mm-hmm. so any lake that's fed by anything it needs work so it was dug out by hand in the 30s by 700 men it's five feet deep there's no natural vegetation um and you're obviously getting runoff. You're getting from the stream coming in, et cetera. So like heavy rain, you know, we, uh, we got to keep working on it. And so the riding actually is going to oxygenate the lake. We're working with a local team um, to uh, continue to improve the body of water and just make it a better place. One of the things you mentioned earlier was perhaps expanding or growing the, the company. So this is not a, a one-off. If this you – you have – plans to go to other places if this works is that something you've like drawn up or is that just something you're thinking about not officially drawing it up yet but we've i mean i've i've got other markets i've looked at it would be yes it'd be a dream come true to 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 expand there have been other parks that have done that um but obviously we got a way to go how many people work for west rock roughly 10 okay yeah it's it's coen by my wife and i she's the heart and soul that does all the back office stuff and higher packets and, and I grind it out on everything else. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's been a really neat group of group of people that we've met organically. And, um, that's the other part of the mission too, as we grow, how do we start to integrate, you know, kids from the neighborhood and, but I think we've got to get there to where we're got to at that capacity where we can welcome in and, you know, employees that maybe didn't grow up around the sport. Well, so, uh, you're in modeling and you're still in modeling, right? Yep. That doesn't exactly lend itself to business owner, right? Because modeling is you get a contract, you go, you show. So did you have mentors to kind of guide you through this is how, you know, this gets drawn up, this is where you look for vendors, things like that? Or or was it just kind of go out there and learn on your own? Uh, living in New York and uh, working as a model and actor definitely taught me, a, it, was, it was crash course in sales. I mean, I found myself in a number of pretty um, tough positions where, you know, like, oh, you've got a casting with Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren tomorrow. Okay. You're going to be in their office and they walk in there and literally have to meet him and try on a suit and the actual you know. Ralph Lauren. Yeah. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've met some crazy, it's like, it's, it was crazy. Like here I was in going to playing basketball in, in uh, Nebraska. And next thing you know what, I'm in New York seeing these big time clients going, okay. So anyway, it was a crash course with, with being able to communicate, you know, what, what my goals were and cast, you know, cast a, a vision and, and, Obviously, in modeling, it's like either the suit fits or it doesn't. But with this, like, how to how to invite people into a story? And so once I once I kind of laid out what the the long term plan was, um, I think it came together pretty pretty well. But it was just about kind of having the confidence to make the phone calls and and uh, in New York definitely laid helped layer up some some really solid business connections. Um, but even, even here in town, like the fact that my, my dad worked as an orthopod for years and just certain fr- family friends that we were able to bounce the idea off of. And, 
but I mean, I have a biology degree, so all the business, it's all been a crash course. <laughs> so, uh, it's now 2018. What plans do you have? You've got this, you've got new, new, uh, equipment there that allows you to not go back and forth, but, but do this perpetual ride. What are your plans for this lake going forward? I know you talked about you're working on the, the water system and, uh, to, I guess, be better for the environment, which is, is just kind of an interesting piggyback on a guy who's interested in biology, but what, what's the, what's the future of this? Uh, keep and keep inviting as many people into this, this story and project as possible, really reach the market, um, turn it into, I, I want West Rock to be a catalyst. You know, like there is some, I think some lofty, possibly naive language that I, comes out of me pretty quickly. But, um, if this can be a hub for unity and diversity, because Levings is truly the only place in Rockford where you can be around people that don't look like you, you know, I think certain one-off events in Rockford we've seen have done, have been great, but you go to Levings any day and it's, it's a great, it, you can see everybody, you know, and it's tough to find, you know, that, that's one thing Amy and I miss about New York, um, is the fact that, you know, you're riding the subway to and from work and whereas here we're, we're isolated in our cars. It's tough to be around people that don't look like you. Well, outside so, of, one of the things I love data and one of the things yeah. I was looking at is outside of the big cities, the country is resegregating itself. It's, it's moving off into its little bubbles and, and you don't interact. Um, you and I grew up playing basketball at the Y. Yep. So, you know, you're playing against people that are not from your neighborhood all the time. So it's kind of natural to us, but it, it just seems like it's going a different direction. Well, and the, and the worst part about that segregation is that it's not like New York. You're not riding the subway with those people, even though there, there's a really healthy pride of a neighborhood, which I love. New York is, is so great about the pockets of where people, it's, it's great for people to, to be around people that they, that get them, right? We all have our tribes, but the problem with cities like Rockford is that there's the isolation of a car, just the way that the city moves, it's kind of beyond our control. But, um, yeah, it's just, I went, I put us on a pretty big tangent here, but like, oh, but it's intense. <laughs> no, I mean, cause you, you, you're on a, I, I love where some of these conversations go. Cause you're talking about, you know, people who go from their homes in their cars and then to, to their offices. And you, you, if you, if you really don't work at it, you could kind of just be around people just like yourself all day, most days. So you, you're seeing, you're seeing something more, uh, I don't know, deeper or more foundational to human life, you know, and, and our experiences through this wake park. So a previous guest you guys had on. Okay. I don't know if I should name him or not. No, sure. Go ahead. So talk. J- Josh talk. Patterson. Yeah, Josh. We love him. He, he is, had his, he had his son here. Yeah. So Josh is, <laughs> Josh is awesome. Yeah. But the way that he and I met, he was, he was on the beach with a local photographer shooting some headshots, I think for probably becoming a realtor. Okay. So who's this, right. there's this random dude, like, and we, and we were closing up. Like sun setting, perfect light. Yep. And Josh and, and the photographer, and you know, I, I walk up just as we're closing. He doesn't know who I am, and it it wasn't a bristly interaction, but it was just one of those like, can we is okay? Can we stay kind of thing? And and here we're we're becoming really good friends throughout this whole process. But there here was this just random interaction. We end up having an awesome talk right then and there about a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like it went there in a hurry. I mean, if you've talked to Josh, Josh is like, he wears his heart on his sleeve about making sure that, you know, people are progressing in the right way. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me. I mean, I, I love this. What plans do you have or, or 
is this just kind of a, an idea that you're hatching? What, what plans do you have around this idea of cultural diversity in this one park around maybe wakeboarding and skiing? Well, the first one is, is to follow in line with the history there. So you've got yeah. Live at Lovings, Domingo and El Parque. They're, they're, and that's, that's always the elephant in the room when you get Eastsiders to talk about this park. It's like, oh, it's this diamond in the rough. This is hidden gem. And then you get the other side of town and go, Really? We've been, we've been barbecuing there for years. Don't, don't, come on. You don't know what you're talking about. Right. So that's, that's point. That's always my preface because okay. it's the history. Um, for us, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be partnering with, with businesses from the, the West and Southwest side of town, global brands, bring in, do some major events. Really? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we had a X Games gold medal winner, wake gold medal winner last year. We were watching his X Games video, its first run on ESPN at Alleyoop. And we had been filming the previous two days. So wow. he's, yeah, his name's Felix Georgi from yeah. Germany. But he was in town. So he and this other guy came up to film at Westrock after our full cable was installed. But anyway, so there's like definitely some some big vision to, yeah. to cast in terms of making sure this is a world-class wake park that the top level wants to come here and hopefully do big events to have Rockford come out and watch and, and possibly integrate comp, local competitions and, again, school teams and... Um, but again, let's use West Rock as a catalyst to, to build some kind of unity and diversity. What's your park operating at? So you had the, the ring in for the last month. Yeah. And so what was it operating at in terms of, you know, what percentage came out to use it uh, that, you know, if you're fully capable? Was it 30%? You know, did you, were you drawing, you know, can you, can you up the uh, amount of skiers out there by 70%? I mean, do you have you oh, calculated gosh. that? Oh, we can, we can, I mean, I've heard, gosh, triple, quadruple what we can, what we could have put through. Mm -hmm. I mean, our straight line systems, we could only have four riders on each line um, in a two hour block. And that was my restriction because I wanted to, I wanted you to get the most value out of your buck and experience with the full cable, we can have six riders on at the same time and a queue on the dock. So it self-regulates. Like if you ride and you fall off a jump on the far side, you're going to swim to a floating walkway, walk back and back in line. And the way we've designed it, it's, it's a great shape. Um, and, and we're just, the feedback's been awesome, but it's just it, the whole traffic flow, everything, it helps a lot. So there's plenty of room for growth. You've got a lot of big plans. Mm -hmm. uh, Five years from now, if have you have you done your little five year? This is where I want to be in five years. Yeah, and that that probably includes all the all the everything exit strategy, all that stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably should. Um, I'm still I'm still such a dreamer about it though. Like, yeah. So I, I really haven't. I mean, I'm I'm definitely looking at other markets. Um, and there because there are, I mean, whether it's Nashville, um, even Madison. Um, different markets that absolutely could carry one of these. So when does West yeah. Rock open in 2018? We are usually going to open end of April, early May. Okay. Um, and what you'll see in Germany is March through November. So it's this wetsuit culture. And yeah. that's another thing where, I mean, we were open until early November last year. Ooh. We literally had one of those like blowtorch heaters out yeah. there. And I mean, we, we need a fire pit. We're, we're actually adding beer and wine this year. Yeah. So the, the goal is to do a little beach bar and. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah. Sad side note, the beach is not a swimming beach anymore. Oh. It's something we probably could, should have talked about, but the, uh, 
it just, it's been so underused for years. Okay. So that's another thing. Like people will come up and be like, ah, what's going on here? And, and unfortunately it's just been underused for years. So mm-hmm. that's, that's all part of the mission to take this essentially river. Lovings is a river. Um, and like doing some of the things we're doing, just trying to continue to make the lake better and better with time. Mm-hmm. So there's no swimming this year at Lovings? Nope. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it's added to some of the sad news. It was actually last year was the first year without it, but if we don't use things that we've always just assumed, mm-hmm. like we've seen recently with some of the cuts at the park district, it's like, we got to get out and support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, yeah, for what they were spending on lifeguards and the company that ran it, they ran uh, rock cut and, and Levings. Awesome guy. I mean, he is like the Davis ha- David Hasselhoff of Rockford and he was, he'd poured his life and, you know, heart, heart and soul into the place, but just um, not used enough. So you open in, you open in April. How do people get in contact with you or look forward to finding more information? Westrockwakepark.com, um, all the usual suspects on social media. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I like to recommend that. It's got to be, you got to have pretty good Instagram photos with people crashing, right? That's oh, right. When, yes. you, when, you, when you come out, we'll make sure to get the, get the yeah. get some quality you YouTube out series there. Yeah, right? on crashes. <laughs> yeah. No, we've had, yeah, there's some. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely have had some good ones. Um, <laughs> um, that I don't know why that reminds me, but like our top customer, he's sixty-five. Yeah, really. I know. Number, number two is fifty-two. Uh-huh. Like a guy from Madison drives down once a week. He brings a group of people. But but our one of our it's, one of our like West Rock family members <laughs> now is a guy named John. It's definitely he, a lifetime sport, and he's sixty-five. Yeah, farmer truck driver. He showed up on a rainy day in May like two years ago, and had heard about it. Yeah. And uh, he is like family now, but he goes off all the ramps, everything. He's just, he's a rock star. Wow. Yeah. Well, cool. Dan, it has been a pleasure talking with you on the What Works podcast. We're going to look forward to going out to West Rock uh, Wake Park this year. I'm I'm keenly interested in trying that. I've never been out there. Well, you know, last, the last year for our, for our um, company kind of... Uh, bonding experience we yeah. went up to wisconsin and, and drove go-karts so That's you know we could talk to Jacqueline. yeah <laughs> you think we'd get rob on, on water skis, rob on water skis? <laughs> you know what if you record it i'd pay money for it <laughs> make it happen <laughs>